0: to In Bed with Lisa. I'm Lisa Welsh and I teach you how to have more fun in bed even if you're super busy, feel totally embarrassed or have been faking orgasms for years. It's not rocket science and you are not broken. Keep listening to learn how. Hi, welcome to In Bed with Lisa. I'm Lisa Welsh and this is episode nine. It is part two of my conversation with Dee McDonald and in this episode, she goes into the details of how to get started with swinging. If it's something that you've been curious about but you don't know how to bring it up with your partner, then this is the episode for you. Tune in and I really hope that you find this useful. Hello and welcome back to the show, Dee McDonald. I'm really excited to continue this conversation with you. Last time we spoke about swinging and you gave us a really great intro into what swinging is and why the heck anybody would want to do it. So let's continue from there. Um, Let us know a little bit firstly about who you are and then how on earth do people get started with swinging? So
1: first of all, who am I? I, I'm I'm a psychotherapist. I'm a sexual empowerment coach. I'm a relationship counselor. Uh, I try and help people negotiate difficult parts of their relationships with themselves and with other people. So a bit of all of that. Um, I've done some research into swinging, which is what kind of what brings me here. And I also have personal experience of being in the scene. So yeah, that's me. And yeah. I'm excited to be back. Thank you for having me back again.
0: Oh, you've got so much wisdom to share that I feel like we could just do a podcast, just the two of us, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to swinging, how do you have the conversation with your partner, right? Say you're curious about it, but you have no idea if they're into it. Like, how do you get going with that?
1: Yeah, I know it's, a, it's kind of a, such a tricky thing to think about. And, and I, I sort of imagine sometimes they're couples where, because I know that some people are naturally that way inclined. And I wonder if they are sort of sitting for years, wondering about how they might ever bring it up. In fact, I know they do, because I have calls from those, from those people. Yeah. Um, so I, with my no- normal couple activity, I always try and encourage curious, deep, curious questioning. As an ongoing practice within within a relationship you know it's one of those things that couples tend to do when they first getting to know somebody mm-hmm. and then they stop doing it when they you know when, when when the oxytocin kind of wears off a bit and it's quite <laughs> quite as uh, exciting and new and things just become a little bit and a little bit more solid I mean not solid yeah just kind of we just settle into into a normal relationship yeah um but I, so I, I always encourage my couples to to look to keep doing those things almost as a daily practice find one question and ask and then dig down okay. and I really see that that's a, an opportunity and this is uh, this is not the other reason I give it to them as a thing but if they are doing that then just start talking about what your fantasies are what what things you might never have said before um, what. What kind of ideas you might have that you would like to put into practice or not put into practice, and just keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. You know, communication is so important in, in within our relationships, and Absolutely. I'm shocked at how how often people just don't talk to each other about what's going on for for them. So
0: I bet you can tell us some like what not to do as well, Dee. Like I can imagine that there's some really awkward conversations that have come up where someone's just said. Oh, why don't we just invite Debbie over? <laughs> and I think that that happens more often than we'd like to think. It's just like, oh, well,
1: I fancy doing this, so we will do this. And and I've heard stories about um, people saying, oh, let's have a threesome. Yeah, let's have a threesome because that's going to be the easiest thing to do. Oh. I, I wouldn't call that swinging, so let me just put that in there because that's having a threesome. Okay. Um, but but if it's if it's um yeah if only one person wants to do it then no that's no good so it just yeah. takes a lot of negotiation also I would bring it in really gently and lightly into the conversation to start not with a you know oh we must do this otherwise I'm going to leave you yeah. because the moment you put up the other you know the, your partner may not have been able to not have ever thought about that before you may have been thinking about it for 10 minutes 10 days 10 years your entire life whatever and and your partner may never ever have thought of such a thing ever the right. one way to shut the plan is to say this is what I would like to do so instead encourage entice pretty much like a kind of a sexual activity in itself yeah. entice and pull that out of them start discussing it like a you know a, a part of a fantasy I think is a is a good starting point and then from there um you can start exploring you know the places to see there are swing your websites. So you can have a look at them see what other people are advertising but i would say always be prepared to put the brakes on okay. always be prepared. and I, and remember that this is a collaboration it's oh, yeah. teamwork collaboration yeah. and and don't go fully formed into it you know remain remain curious in the questioning is, is remain
0: curious so what would you say if then a couple have had the conversation and they've stepped into a little bit of fantasy and they're ready to like see what it's like that out in on the scene yeah, like, yeah do you think it's a good idea like covid aside to to actually go to a sex club or a swinging club or party do you think that's a good idea if they haven't ex- experienced it yet
1: so i'd say there are a couple more steps between there in between those two things okay. and between having the conversation and actually going out and the first most important thing is to actually establish what you want as a couple who you are what your what your your do's and don'ts are what with, where your boundaries are and make sure that you're both on the same page with that and okay. be prepared to have the other person not be on the same page as you and negotiate where what where you can go or where you can't go okay. um, and one of the primary rules within in swinging and there are a lot of rules in swinging mainly made up by the couple but no means no so at any okay. point of conversation, any point of the, the communication, no, no should mean no. So once that's established, yes, then go and have a go to a party or go to a club and be prepared to go home. Just I mean, just go have a look, go home again, commit to doing that. Go and have a and look. You're building up trust as well.
0: Yes, and something do that that kind of worries me, that say you were together in, in an experience and you' whatever you've agreed and the boundaries that you've set. What if in the moment, you suddenly change your mind and you feel really uncomfortable? Like what can you do then?
1: Code words. So one of the important parts of the of the communication beforehand is establishing a code word or a code touch. You know, you touch me on the right shoulder means it's okay. If you touch me on the left shoulder, it doesn't mean I'm not okay. Yeah. And constant checking in with each other with that. But code words really do help. That way there's no embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, although pretty much everybody does them. They all have their own. Yeah. But it just means you don't have to feel the baddie of, for, you know, for going, oh, I want to leave now. I'm not comfortable. I'm yeah, done yeah. enough. You know, or for any one of a, many, many reasons you could want to leave
0: absolutely so, and then yeah. you don't have to be the one to pull the plug you like you said like as a team like the two of you are tight together and it's a team and you are like okay if one of the team's not okay then the other one is okay with that like so it's not yeah. going to be like a no I'm having fun <laughs> yeah
1: and, and that has to be I mean that's that is the, the one of the most important aspects of the trust and this, this whole thing is about trust
0: yeah as well
1: it's, it's trusting the other to to be be doing what they want to be doing not yeah. doing it, just taking one for the team although we've all done something like that occasionally you do take one for the team as we say yeah. but but so trusting the person wants to be there and trusting that you're actually going to support each other in leaving and then being together again and remaining together afterwards
0: amazing I've got one question I don't know if you can like summarize this this is a massive question I'm asking you to like Do you think swinging can be a good thing for a couple?
1: I get asked that a lot, actually, I do. And it can be, but the starting point has to be that that couple is in a really good place to start with. There is absolutely no sense in trying to use it to fix a couple. It's got to be that they're in a good place to start with.
0: I love it. Yeah, I love the way that you illustrate this. It just feels like it's something that is like an adventure for a couple to take together. Um, like exploring unknown territory and and just discovering something about themselves and themselves as a couple as well like it doesn't feel quite as swinging yeah. what is
1: that so i use the term quite a lot dyadic identity so that's the identity of the two people so you've got ah. person one and person two and then you've got them and some some couples just have a great dyadic identity or they can they've created one yeah and this is a way of creating that dyadic identity. I
0: like that. I, I re- resonate with that, with my husband, actually. Like, I think we make a good team. Like, and I like us as a team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's,
1: that's wonderful. It's wonderful.
0: Thank you, Dee. This has been so illuminating. I'm grateful for you. So grateful that you're sharing this wisdom that you've learned and gathered and, and experienced yourself as well. So I appreciate that. Please could you let us know how can we come and learn about you how can people work with you where can they find you
1: so I can be found at all one word wellbeing crossriverwellbeing all one word.com <laughs> really
0: <laughs> love it i'm going to make sure that that is in the notes so that people can come and find you but thank you again and i have no doubt that we're going to be talking again soon i look forward and thank you so much I loved that conversation with Dee and I really hope that you found it useful too. Take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me and I would love to repost. And please go ahead and rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps. Helps me to reach more people so that I can teach them how to have more fun in bed too. Until then, I'll see you next week. Would you like a sexy shot of inspiration and actionable tips to help you have more fun in bed in your inbox every single week? Then you'd better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free four-part video series called Unlock Your Pleasure. It's been known to get people experiencing off-the-charts pleasure and mind-blowing orgasms. So get onto that. The link is in the show notes and I'll see you